Hello everybody and welcome back to listen to these nerds. We're doing another session of Pacific City um, or Heroes, sorry, Heroes of Pacific City um, with me uh, as always starting from my right. I'm Megan. I'm playing the Harpy today. I'm John. I'm playing Epimethea. I'm Yvette and I'm playing Darian. I'm Harry and I'll be playing Sation. All right. And who are you? I'm your god. <gasps> oh! <laughs> god, I didn't Tim expect Tim you to be so short. <laughs> now we, we well, now we know all about Megan's belief system. <laughs> Primarily football player based. Um, no, I'm Joey, and I'll be running the game today. Um, depending on when this comes out, this it will either be the first or second time I've been the GM. I'll no, no, the, the dodgeball episode's already out. What? Yeah, yeah we did, that, that was our first I, one I shot. Yeah. I mean, yes, this is my second time. <laughs> History is whatever we want to be on this podcast. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I'm going. So I assume everybody here has an internet connected device and checks the news at some point. Oh, I thought you meant us. Like, in real life? In real life. And I was like, do we need that? What do we need? Are we going to staff? I know. I thought there was some kind of immersive. I've, I've created an ARG. Uh, you'll all need to now You'll now need to log into the CNN webpage in order to find the clues. Yep. I was pretty hyped for a second there. You're all going to end up in a jail cell by the end of this game, and I'll be narrating the entire game by myself. Sick. Um, <clears throat> look, we need our one phone call to call our DM. Okay, now what do we do? <laughs> You'll just smuggle the dice in somehow. <laughs> and what? Easy. <laughs> so, um, in in the game, um, I assume all of you have an a internet-enabled device and at least browse the web for news at some point. Yeah. Uh, does Epimetheus' phone, the phones she gave us, have like internet browsing capabilities, or yeah. strictly all? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have a it, Google alert for my own name. It's a working like phone. It's just a, it's a smartphone. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Joey, you probably didn't know this because you haven't listened to any of the past two sessions. But that robot has access to our base now and basically works as like our information yeah. gatherer. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so uh, this isn't specifically like a, an alert of some kind, but I'm going to read off a couple. Uh, headlines for news of the day. Buzzfeed, <laughs> 10 things you should know about superheroes in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Well, Number I mean, six will shock you. Yeah. Because he's made of electricity. Nah. <laughs> so scrolling past all the uh, Buzzfeed lists um, and cracked articles, um, the news of the day um, is um, today, first thing, today is the yearly anniversary of the coup which uh, you all know as the point at which the um, villains who controlled most of North America during the, uh, what was it, the... Divergence events. Yeah. 70s? 70s, pretty yeah, much. 70s. Um, were overthrown um, when uh, the heroes of the time enacted their plan and overthrew them all simultaneously, nearly simultaneously. Um, additionally, um, there is going to be a large-scale upgrade of the power grid um, for the city, so... The uh, city is expecting there to be uh, patches of uh, periods where people's... Uh, Rolling uh, blackouts. Pretty much, yes. So, Time to loot. Yeah. <laughs> and they assure everyone that there's no, no, nothing to worry about. <clears throat> Except another coup. <laughs> um, the, the, there is, uh, they're still on the lookout for uh, an individual or presumed group who is stealing hubcaps from all over the city in a somewhat random pattern. Um, There's a map and some pins. <laughs> we'll 
find out this random pattern. Clearly these hubcaps are part of some nefarious core scheme. Um, there is a protest going on today in front of uh, City Hall um, as they, uh, the city and, well, the protest specifically that um, the government right now is working on trying to rewrite the Masks Act, uh, which is one of the uh, large sweeping legislations that governs superheroes and their relation in legal, the legal sector, essentially stuff like um, what can be used as testimony, yeah. what constitutes as legal evidence, legal all that good stuff. Yeah. So, what what is the direction generally of the um, amends? So, uh, they've slowly been increasing the rights of superheroes, um, but right now there's somewhat a somewhat contentious um, amendment going in that is people are saying gives superheroes too many privacy rights, while some are arguing that it's actually more of a counter protest. Some of them are saying we should give heroes more rights, some are saying we shouldn't, because it's going to lead back to the, yeah, there's like a, the, the movement against it is, is called Don't Bring Back the 70s, kind of. <laughs> the, like, they, they, they're against that, and with today being the anniversary of the coup, um, and this thing happening, there's a, counter, there's a, it hasn't gotten violent or anything. Peaceful gathering. Yeah, right now it's just people shaking signs at each other, but no one is, no, no fights have started and the police are there, so. Alright. Um, <clears throat> finally, uh, the mayor is going to do, be doing a charity event f uh, for her re-election. Ooh. Is um, it a black tie or white tie event? Is it a gala? What's a white tie event? <laughs> it's fancier than black tie. <laughs> wow. Um, Ultra mega formal overdrive and then black tie. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she's invited um, a, all of the influential players in the city, including multiple, oh, including, multi including multiple heroes, um, but only registered ones, mm. as her stance is pro-registered heroes. Not She hasn't said anything against unregistered heroes, but she says that she... Not specifically. Not specifically. Yes, but she dances around the top. Yeah, usually when people ask her about non-registered heroes, she's like, well, you know, our registered... Heroes are the real heroes here, but you know, sometimes it's necessary in some and cases. Is the mayor a yeah. woman or a man? A uh, woman. Okay, so it's like every time it's like, uh, Miss, you didn't answer the question. Oh, what? Gotta go. Bye. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take all these Chekhov's guns and put them on the mantle, like so, and uh, we'll see those in the third act. Uh, but. <laughs> Um, Every single one. Harry is a literary man. <laughs> you didn't know. Continue the, the engineer at the table of like <laughs> art majors, <laughs> majors, pretty much. I find it. Anyway, <clears throat> so um, Epimethea, um, you get a call on your Epimethea line. Ha! <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say your Epimethea phone. <laughs> Shaped like your head. <laughs> okay, wait, so a call that's mouth? going to Epimethea. Um, is it not your alter ego? That's not a thing. That well, I mean, specifically, uh, okay, or, so you own the museum, correct? I mean, no. or you, or you, Operate. you, like, you know the people who run the museum. She just works there. Uh, no, actually, uh, Epimethea financed the, uh, financed, uh, like a remodeling. Yeah, you have, you have close ties with the people that run the museum. You're a patron of the arts. Yeah. yeah. And Epimethea specifically paid for it, right? Uh, no. That's so, it, so who paid for it? It's a mysterious benefactor. <laughs> it's like six shell companies that okay. 
that are all own each other. Okay. It wasn't like Epimethea pulled out like a, a pile, like a pile of bills. It was like, I will pay you with money no, of my time. Like it, it was like that would be too odd. It's like so basically, there's a mysterious benefactor identity that, that like Cassandra doesn't really use, but it basically like explains where money comes from. When okay. It comes so you have like three secret identities at this point. You've got. Yeah. No, you got Delphi, Epimethea, and Michelle coming. Oh yeah, I guess Delphi technically counts as I guess barely. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay yeah. so do the people that own does anyone have a line for Delphi? Um yeah. So Delphi so there's a uh, like a torch crisis line <laughs> that goes to Delphi. Yeah, which would be the way that someone would try to contact Epimethea, right? Yes. Okay. So you get a call on that line. Okay. Uh Hello, this is Delphi. Uh, in what way can Torch be of service to you? Um, hello. Um, my name is uh, Archibald Crothers. I'm... <laughs> I'm... And you know immediately who this is, actually. Um, as he is the curator of the museum. Ooh. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I was just wondering, as Epimethea... Well, could I meet with her? I, I have a... a very pressing but somewhat confidential issue to discuss. Alright, uh, then this is something that doesn't need to involve the rest of Torch then. Um, I mean, if they were all there, that would be wonderful, but uh, I assume they are very busy uh, saving the city? Meanwhile, like, flash. yeah, it just cuts to everyone in various positions yeah. sleeping. Everybody's, <laughs> like, in bed. It's, like, 11.30. Playing games. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Archibald would like to see all of Torch, but only really needs to talk to Epimethea because he presumes Epimethea is weird. Okay. Uh, yeah. She'll... Dare he? How? Uh, what would be a good place to meet you? Well, I'm at the museum, but well, that would probably be the best place. All right. I I will pass along the message uh, and phone you back when I have idea of when uh, Torch can meet with you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, um, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hangs up. Yeah, and then we've got text everyone. Museum uh, curator wants to meet with me slash us. Anybody free? Darren texts back. Has someone stolen an ancient artifact? Exclamation! Are they finally opening the exhibit about us? Uh, don't know. Don't know. Anything from... Alright, I'm intrigued. Gene will uh, text back. He's kind of like, he's kind of just checking out the protest just to see what's up because he's got, like, he's got a day off and he's got nothing better to do. So, you know, getting some food, he gets a text like, yeah, sure, I'll be there. Um, you're at the protest? Yeah. Right. He's, he's not invested either way. Yeah, no, he's just kind of, he's people watching. Yep. And occasionally hoping that a fight breaks out. <laughs> um, so, you, yeah, roll scrutiny check. Scrutiny. It's three dice and scrutiny. Don't see anything. <laughs> uh, ten, nine, and five. Nothing. They don't see anything. Mm. Uh, honest boring. You, you are watching. Um, you see that the police don't seem to be very like. They're not. They're not like on edge or anything. Yeah. The, the vibe is actually pretty laid back, honestly. Um, there seems to be a couple people getting into like big arguments with each other and like yelling, but no one's like throwing punches or anything. Mm. Um. And Gene's got like his pot of like street noodles that he's just eating on the street. There, there is actually a group um, um, 
holding signs that say Sam's for masks. Um, you recognize this as Sam's as Samaritans, um, which are um, in this universe generally people with very weak or no powers who act in a um, real life superhero style capacity. So, yeah, so you know, observant reports, stuff yeah, like that. Like phoning the police, um, helping drunk people get home. Yeah. So they Any do, of them in costume? Um, yeah, they're all wearing like uh, they're all wearing. But, well, they're not wearing, but they have painted on masks. No, so they they don't aren't actually hiding their identities, but it's kind of like a show of solidarity thing. Right, right. And, okay. they're, and they're all kind of sitting together. Again, none of them are like fighting anyone or anything. Yeah. But Lozine's like, yeah, neat. And I'll I'll text Epimethia and be like, uh, what time? Um, ASAP. <sighs> Mr. Medium says uh, uh, that he will he will make his appearance. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, the Delphi number will call back. All right. Oh, hello. Hello. This is Delphi. The. Uh, oh, that was quick. Yes. Uh, torches on their way. Oh. Um. I will get the tea ready. I guess. <laughs> Hangs up. All right. So Gene will head back to his place. You know, change into his actual costume and head over to the museum. Yeah. All right. Um. So you all enter the museum. You've been here a bunch of times. Epimedia comes through the portal. Yeah. In air quotes. People, everyone turns and claps. A lot of tourists who are there, like, you see people, you know, you've noticed this, and there are people, like, waiting, just, like, hoping <laughs> that this happens, and they're, like, taking photos. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, like, taking selfies. And people, some, what do you do, actually? Like, people, like, run up to you, and they're, like, trying to shake your hand and touch you and stuff. I mean, she'll let them touch her. Like, okay. She, she will, she will, like, let them shake her finger. Yeah, pretty much. So, people are, like, trying to, try to, like, like, shake your hand, tap, you talk, to, they're all trying to, a bunch of people trying to talk to you simultaneously. And the rest of us are just down the hall shaking our hands. Excuse Man. me, citizens, I have business to attend to, and then she'll float slightly off the ground and just... Okay, so yeah, you uh, you leave the your, your adoring fans. Mm -hmm. um, so how long does it take before we get those? Uh, in the earpieces, uh, if you have a flash hit... A way to make flashy entrance regularly. I mean, <laughs> everyone is looking at you guys since you're just walking through the entrance. <laughs> Nobody recognizes you. But we didn't come in through her portal. We just came in through the front yeah. door. Yeah. yeah, but you're still all like, we, you're a bird person. You've got like weird armor. And you're actually, no one would notice you. <laughs> now that you said that, now I think it's like the herpy is, one, is a bird person. <laughs> like a Rick and Morty bird person. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta change my whole backstory. <laughs> <laughs> what bird do you want to be? <laughs> Cardinal. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah. Alright, um, Epimethea, where's this meeting we're supposed to go to going to be? Uh, Epimethea will move generally in the direction of the, where the Channel Securator's office is. Alright, so yes, you eventually climb up some stairs through the less traffic exhibits. Honestly, it's a little sad because almost everybody kind of rotates generally around the Epimethea exhibit. It's not even an exhibit. It's just the ancient Greek way. That's what people call it, though. Yeah. Um, you actually pass by the uh, 70s. Uh, the 70s wing actually is a little bit uh, more active today because it's the holiday. It's the... Uh, the, uh, anniversary. anniversary of oh, so like of, there's like um like school groups yes, going there. There are actually like school children and stuff who are being who are, have tour guides who are saying like, and this was you know this person and this person. Is it like the museum of Vancouver's seventies area? 
which is cool. You guys should all check it out. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. The neon sign area is still much cooler. But yes, there there are small children who are being shepherded around. Um, when some of them see you, uh, they're all like, <gasps> and they all start trying to push towards you, and you see the poor tour, tour guide like trying to block. Impossible. They do filming near our site. One time we had a school tour, and Cruella Deville was out there filming. You no. Bless those kids. Goodbye. They're not learning today. <laughs> yeah, the kids are, are all pulling their phones out and taking photos too. Um, so the you eventually pass by them um, through the employees only area up to where the curator's office is. Um, you enter into a strangely enough the entire museum seems kind of about the right size for Epimetheus to just barely scrape through. Yeah, yeah. All the doors are like arched for some reason. <laughs> um, it was part of your uh, donor agreement. Yeah. <laughs> the door specifications. <laughs> yeah, she paid and like contributed to the reconstruction. That's how she got the hole and stuff in there. Yeah. So the uh, so you open the door into the what is clearly says Archibald Crothers Museum curator on the front, and you open your door into a smell of old books. Um, mm. Yep. Um, I you can't smell that. <laughs> yeah, it's filtered out. No, oh. but because all Cassandra can smell is like the smell of machinery mm. and like Do you have like air filters in your in your suit? No, at that close proximity the air is just we'll too sensitive. Remember we can't use scent cues on Epimethea now. <laughs> Disneyland would suck. Mm-hmm. Can't smell the gulching cinnamon air. Ew. That sounds gross. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Belching? Starbucks, well, they, some locations also do it as well. They do coffee beans out like the uh, the thing. But yeah, if you're walking down Main Street and just now, they pump scent in and they change it seasonally. Oh, so it's to be part of the immersive experience. Is it now cinnamon flavor? Fuck if I know. I don't know. Cinnamon, it's like a. All I remember is it's selling a lot like sweat. Then again, I went there in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, this place smells like old books, and you can tell it's because there's so many old books in here. <laughs> um, there are like well, like two walls just crammed with old tests. Texts in various languages, and at the desk, which is very messy, is a um, <clears throat> old man um, who seems to be at about his like late sixties, um, slightly balding, um, who is poring over a, a text as you open the door, and you kind of startle him, and, you, <gasps> and he quickly stands up and goes over to what is a teapot um, and a bunch of cups, one of which is huge, it looks like for huge hands. Um, and he begins pouring tea. Oh, uh, come in, come in, please, please. Um, you also see that there. Oh, actually, everyone rolls for me. Ooh, something's happening. He's actually a villain in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Three nines, two tens. Ooh. Nothing. Genie uh, is too enamored by the smell of old books. Uh, two tens. All right. So, with all you people with tens, you can get your roll power. Ooh, shut up, pencil. Um, <laughs> you notice on his desk, despite it being incredibly messy, there are um, three what looks like 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 thin vials with what looks like maybe paper in them that are an area looks like it's been hastily um, brushed away and those have been placed there. Um, and uh, Archibald uh, finishes pouring all the tea and holds it up on a tray in front of you. Um, thank you. What variety is it? Um, well, it's uh, it's an Earl Grey. Hmm. And Gene will press the, the button that allows this helmet to open up his mouth port so that I can actually drink stuff. Yeah. I always forget that he has, like, a hat. <laughs> like a full mask. His mouth port. 
Archbold, we have been over this. I oh, do not oh, yes. Drink. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I, I can take that one, Darren, because that grabs the large cup. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at her with my giant claws. Yeah, like, it's like oh, one of those, like, if you've ever seen those coffee yeah, mugs that are a liter, it's like a yeah, liter. Mmm, yeah. delicious. She says, pretending to drink it. Harvey <laughs> <laughs> glares at her as she tries to, like, <laughs> cradle a tiny teacup in her massive oh, claws. Oh, did you want this one? And I drank out of it. Cocoons. <laughs> Tiny um, lizard cooties. Mr. Medium, like, declines. Because he can. Because he can't. He... <laughs> Must remain reserved. Get beaten on the job. Even though I kind of want to. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't have a mouth. None of them have a mouth. Um, oh, yes. Well, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Apologies. All, um, my haste to be a good host, I've uh, completely forgot myself. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, um, and he goes over and collects the ball. Um, these, um, well, you might want to read these and hands them to, like, he holds, them, he holds them out. Oh, Darren puts down a large cup, takes them. Are we allowed to take these out? And she kind of shakes one. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, go, go right ahead, actually. Ah, cool. Um, like, as you're doing it to one of them, like, you station will grab another one, like, pop it open and pour yeah, it out. Yeah, that would be the giant metal head. <laughs> I just pop the third one open and pour it out so that we can look at it later. Mr. Medium opens one, holds it up in front of Evanathia. Mm-hmm. So they're just like tiny scrolls? Is that yep. there? Like yep. messages on the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, um, <clears throat> uh, he said before you guys begin reading. Uh, well, so the thing is, these appeared, well, in the toilets, actually, of the museum. Darian sniffs it. They, they, they'd be clean. Do not, do not, don't worry. Okay, um, good. <laughs> but, um, well, you see, the, uh, they appeared and I, the, the message is a bit, I didn't want to worry anyone who might find it. Um, you see, you know how the internet is these days, sensual, sensationalizing everything. Um, <laughs> sensualizing. Sensual toilet paper. Um, I didn't want it to show up on any, uh, random web zone and yeah, cause a stir. People get excited and come see your museum, where stuff comes out of the toilets. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I don't but think that's know, a really like, great draw. <laughs> so what do the, the notes say? <clears throat> In uh, somewhat, you can tell, like, rudimentary script, like someone who is, English is not their first language, um, they read, uh, and they're all the same. Um, Heroes help, we below you are dying. Not trap. Innocents are dying. We live in peace. Must stop return of Gilgamesh. Ooh. Wait, Gilgamesh? Isn't he that great warrior dude from like way, way back in the day? Uh, and, and well, no, nobody needs to roll research for this one. Because um, everyone knows Gilgamesh. Yes. Sure. So, Gilgamesh was one of the um, Directorate, um, which were the group of dictators um, who ruled North America during the 70s. Mm. Except for Mexico. Except for Mexico, which was protected at, by a group of masked wrestlers who fought <laughs> off the Directorian. Nice. Accompanied by their uh, like fucking mariachi band, because why the fuck not? The spirit of Lucha protected Mexico. <laughs> Everywhere else though got real fucked up. <laughs> so... <clears throat> um, Yes, and Gilgamesh was one of the people on the Directorium. 
Um, everyone can now roll research to know what he did. I, I did think you were gonna say like the, the mythological Gilgamesh, like yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the return of Gilgamesh, like oh fuck, are we gonna fight Gilgamesh? <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, can I substitute streetwise for this, or is it strictly research? Ah, uh, you can go streetwise. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Two twos. Mm-hmm. Two eights. Three nines. Uh, only two fives. Ooh. Okay, so, uh, Harry. Yep. With three nines, uh, Gilgamesh, um, originally was known as, um, what's his, sorry, Galahad was the, his original name Ooh. when he first emerged. Like the knight? Yes. Then he felt um, his, uh, his entire like idea, apart from being a rich, evil person, was his, his uh, insatiable quest for immortality. Um, so that's why he was named Galahad as the knight who found the Holy Grail. Right. Um, so his plots would often involve like, like stealing stuff from like medical technology or um, you know anything that would he thought could be used to either prolong his life or make him immortal. Okay. Um, when the Directorate took over, um, he used his um, you know, knowledge about med- medicine um, and to essentially build a um, just a- an army of these um, like not unkillable but like long-living, dangerous sort of like minions. Super uh, soldier. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what. He and he like loaned them out to the others. Right. So just for clarification, this was a villain who joined the Directorate, not a superhero that turned evil. Correct? No. Okay. He was always his name was always Galahad, um, and, but he was a bad, he was a quote unquote bad guy. Okay. His his thing being yeah, that medical advancement, um, trying to live forever. He had a um, essentially like a, almost a cult of followers uh, called well, they didn't have an official name. Um, but people called them the Grail Seekers mm. because they would—they just kind of like clung on to him because they all wanted to be immortal. Um, and it was a pretty easy way to win over politicians and big business people by saying, "Hey, you know, I'll help make you immortal." <laughs> Jokes on you—he's giving me double the time. Yeah. So. And so yeah, so he's like, "Oh shit, I remember Gilgamesh. He was um, one of the Directorate guys." Something about trying to live forever, blah, 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 usual villain stuff. Had those, like, super cool clones, though. I remember they, I remember talking about those and hit, I think I wrote a paper about one of these guys in high school once. Yeah. So part of his thing was also the fact that he could um, telepathically control his minions. Um, and he had the Doctor Doom thing of, oh, you killed me? No, wait, it was a clone of me. Ah, yes. <clears throat> but he was never able to cr- successfully create a uh, fully perfect clone of himself. They were always like a puppet, essentially. So he would um, he would essentially remotely control these copies of himself that yeah. were usually like robots or cyborgs or bat grown like weird clones. But it, inevitably, there would be a oh wait, we didn't actually get him. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's so. When's the last time like anyone's seen him? So during the coup. Um, they were able to verify that they had actually killed him this time mm-hmm. um, by essentially like 
cutting off all of his access to his other resources, fooling him, and as part of the grand plan to deal with all of these guys, they confirm killed him. Okay. You know, I always never believed that they actually managed to get him. There are definitely conspiracy theories that pe people think that he got a perfect, he finally got it right. Um, so his body was completely like destroyed, but um, people do, there are a lot of conspiracies that he did perfect this, his ability to become immortal or made a perfect copy or, or the perfect copy would, but betrayed him um, and, got, and got the original killed and the perfect copy exists somewhere, but right. there's no actual documented evidence that he survived. Yes. Um, <laughs> there are also uh, rumors that he has a base somewhere in Pacific City. Oh man, he's probably hiding out in the sewers. I mean, the alligators. Maybe, but well, we're sentient, and they sent us these messages. I don't know enough about Gilgamesh to say that that's not true. So maybe. Oh yes. Also, once he became, once the direct directory came, took over, he changed his name to Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Yeah. Okay. So you've been saying you've been getting these messages out of your toilets. Uh yes. Um, it happened. Well. A couple days ago, and as you know, if word were to get out that Gilgamesh was returning, then, well... A lot you, of people would be unhappy. You can imagine the chaos that would occur. <laughs> so why did you come to us? I mean, we are the city's best superhero team, right guys? But not really. <laughs> Well, I, I did contact the official line. Um, Girl, I'm humble. <laughs> um, I contacted the official line um, for the government. They uh, told me that uh, an um, inspector would come in two to three weeks. And I, um, well, I, I, I figured Epimethea, being a, um, uh, uh, an important part of the museum's uh, history, would be a... And revenue. Uh, well, and you then you go slightly flustered. Uh, uh, anyway, um, your heroism has been uh, well known, and I wondered if you could possibly investigate this, I, I, I or know someone who could. Mm, there's a really important question first. Before you cleaned the tubes, how bad was it? <laughs> well, uh, the janitors found them in late evening, so it was actually not that bad. Hmm. Well then, I guess... Well, I mean, shit. Doesn't exactly go have much to go on, but fuck, I've always wanted to fight a super soldier. In we shall look into things. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Um, and any resources the museum has are at your disposal. Do you uh, guys have, like, hip waders? Um, no. You know why we need those, right? Um, well, uh, I could recommend a place. Really? Yes, um, you see, I have a very uh, storied fly fishing career, and uh, oh, he yeah, begins yeah, he yeah, begins yeah. espousing his <laughs> his, uh, his fly fishing exploits. One day years ago, Gene I... Gene has gotten used to these stories from his dad, so he kind of just slowly slinks out of the room. And the fish was this big, and he holds his hands out, very <laughs> impressive size. Cool. That, Prince Remedian starts doing the like, like, kind of hiding, like, let's go. <laughs> Don't give up on your dreams, man! <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that 
when Darius is by, she just like disappears. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Later, losers. Ow. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, I guess now we're outside Krogus' office. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I. Um, we shall. <laughs> we can begin uh, deliberating within my sanctum. Ah, yes, good idea. Back in the sanctum. <laughs> so the, eventually, the same stuff happens on the way back in. Um, although you see, you. So how do you get? How do you stop people from trying to run into the, the portal when you open it? Oh, uh, eight feet tall was a fucking ton. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> what about like she's the last person in, and that, and basically that's how. Basically, she just like back. Back. Actually, the museum has people hired to stop people yeah. to try to run into the portal. I'm gonna say that because uh-huh. there was an incident where someone accidentally, like, it was like the first time you opened it, someone ran in, mm-hmm. and then you had to kind of just be like, push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, the thing is, like, unless you are actually super powered in some way, it's basically just like grab, move. Yeah, pretty much. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now there, buddy. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, so they've got people guarding the portal so that when you walk in, no one runs in after you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so you're back in your base. Yep. Nat's um, there. He has, like, he's just continually watching stuff. Yep, so Nat turned to ground. Oh, hello. Hmm. Hey, Nat. How's uh, the day going so far? I'm monitoring multiple feeds simultaneously. Um, there is nothing of note as far as I've been aware of. And he begins to just keep scanning. Alright, cool. Um, we might need your assistance in a bit, so just keep an ear out for that. Does he have ears? He gets, he like, I, he turns and sort of like thinks and it's like, Oh, yes, uh, I will keep an eye on that. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, you're in the base. <laughs> Alright. So all these notes are basically the same. They're the right? same, yeah. Okay. So I can reread it if you'd like. No, no, I, I, I got the gist of it. Okay. Hmm. Um. So, uh. What happened to his followers after he was brought down? Eh, usual thing that happens to cults when they lose things. Some people stuck on. I think there's actually still a sect of them that owns, like, a tiny shop somewhere in downtown. But, uh, most of them basically just kind of, you know, left. Yeah, all of them were rich and influential, so they kind of just, I'm gonna go back to doing that. Yeah. Problems with cults of personalities. Once the personality's gone, there's not really much left. Hmm. Well, these things came out of toilets, right? Is there any place in the sewers that maybe, like, all of these link up to? Do we have access to those residential plans? I look over at Epimethea. Uh, so, Epimethea will, like, uh, basically, uh, do a roundabout, like, Epimethea sends a message to Delphi, who sends a message to Nat to pull up the, uh, the plans for the museum, which happened to be on file for some reason. Yep. Um, so the plumbing from the museum isn't that unique to go feed back into the, the main system, but there are certain points underground in the sewers where they probably might connect up. So you have like a like 10 blocks radius of places that it might have come from. So you have a general area, but you don't really, like, it would take you days of manual searching to be able to just comb through that entire area. Well, okay, so out of character, I do know a couple ways that we can narrow this down. So if I can feed those to John, which John can then Delphi them out to us, that'd be great. 
Sure, go ahead. Okay, so most toilets do run on like a series of positive pressures. So the problem is that if they wanted to come up into the toilets, like through the pipe, you'd have to get fairly close to where the actual access point is because that stuff doesn't drain out until the pressure is up. Hurry, hurry. Would God know this? <laughs> he could come up with something. He's got you go. So the thing is, like, I don't know exactly when he said in the toilets. I don't know if they're like in, like, they probably they can't be in the the tank, the tank because there's no way that you can really Public get. Public bathrooms don't have tanks. You're right. So it have to be in that. So the thing is, is that it's all positive pressure that's basically keeping it in the line. So unless unless someone was coming into the museum and putting them in there, if they were doing it from below, they'd have to do it like very very close to where the actual pipe is, enough that they could push it under the grease traps that would float up into the bowl. Ew, gross. <laughs> the grease traps. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah. Really gross. <laughs> Hands going up through the grease trap. <laughs> right. Modern plumbing is the basis on which all engineering falls. But, but, this is also a fictional setting. <laughs> you, which is very possible that Jerry was like, they shot it. <laughs> just, all, like, there's no water, it's just instantly vaporized when it hits the bowl. There are various ways through supernatural means you could get. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So you, you're not a hundred percent sure, but there might have been a way. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it seems odd that these would specifically come to the museum, though. Yes. Well, Epimy. Well, I mean, unless more people have got these in their toilets. Well, they just haven't told us. I mean, Epimetheus is pretty like a genes talking at this point. It's like Epimetheus is pretty well known throughout the city. Like, I mean, you saw that response. It's possible that whoever's doing it is doing this piecemeal. Like, they only know bits and pieces. I mean, really, like, remember how we got in contact with Epimethea? We shot a lock on the museum and caused the alarm to go off? Same sort of principle, just, you know, toilets. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> You're so popular, Epimethea. <laughs> <clears throat> Giant robotic shrug. Um... <clears throat> Everybody can roll. <laughs> actually, uh, Joey, can I roll streetwise? Yeah, everybody can roll streetwise right now, actually. I don't have streetwise. You can roll research. Okay. Two ones! Woohoo! Two sixes. Two threes. Aggressive. Um, two twos, I think. Yep, two twos. Okay. Have a party over here! Um, Harry. Yes. You, your character just finished high school, right? Uh, no, he's he's been out of it for a while, but like. No, no I mean like he he the only the highest level of education. Yeah, high school. Okay. Um, you remember going to high school with someone who was really into Gilgamesh? That's about what you remember. Mm. You could look him up in like your yearbook, I guess. Hmm. I remember a guy used to be like. Year, like a couple of years ago, he was really big into the whole thing. One of those guys who really believed that Gilgamesh was still out there, had the poster and everything. Mm, maybe we need to talk to the truthers. Oh, God. I told you to go to the, the bar, talk to Jimmy. <laughs> no, Jimmy's an idiot. <laughs> we need the real conspiracy theorists that pull out like the YouTube videos with comparisons of the faces, and it's like, oh no, this is a clone. Look, this one has a mole. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Could I roll streetwise to see if I'd heard any rumors of like people coming in or out of the sewers? Uh, sure. 
Can I roll research to review the footage of people coming in and out of the museum? Yes. Uh, two tens. Uh, two tens. Um, there has been no reports in the last, like, six months of people coming out of the sewers. Huh. They're gonna say coming into the museum. <laughs> <laughs> the museum That's is, like, real. super broke. You review the, um, the, uh, <clears throat> the tapes for the museum, um, but you don't see anything, although you do see when the, uh, uh, when the janitors discovered the stuff. You see them walk into the bathroom and then there's like a camera not in the area where people are you doing their business, but you see the person come out. Yeah. Men or women's washroom? Uh, it was one of them was the men's sorry, one of them was men's and two of them were women's and they were all different. Hmm. Different walkers in the building. Yeah. Okay. So do we have Nat maybe roll back the footage? Like just let him run for a couple hours, see if he notes anything suspicious? Yeah. Well that'll take but yeah. Well, I mean, it's either that or research 10 days, like several days worth of sewers. Well, uh... Did you roll that other research check I told you? Places the... Oh, you got two twos, right? Uh... Yeah. Alright. Um... John. Uh... Sorry, what your character's real name is... Cassandra. Cassandra. Um... So Cassandra's part of a PhD program, right? For anthropology. Uh, yes. Um, and you were, and your like sponsor teacher is Amber Hunt. Uh, Ambrosia. Ambrosia, sorry. And um, she's actually only in her master's. Oh, she's in her master's. Okay. Ooh. So in your master's program, um, you have people in your cohort who have who have specializations in villainology. Mm-hmm. So, um, so. There are also anthropology master's students like you, but their specialization is in villains and villain anthropology, um, colloquial name villainology, um, which studies um, the histories of villains, their bases, um, and the historical significance of them in regards to North America and Cascadia. Yes. Not, not to be confused with the criminologists who focus on villains. Yeah. No, the criminologists don't focus on that. Yeah. How does... Well, no, 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 like villainologists. Yeah. yeah. The villainologists and the criminologists have like a friendly, somewhat like... Yeah, like, like they have like, they do that thing where they prank each other, so... Yeah, but, uh, well, I imagine that there is a subdivision of like criminologists who focus specifically yeah. on It would be a different research yeah. method. In yeah. the criminal justice system, there are members of the law that focus specifically on supervillain crimes. The most heinous <laughs> crimes. This is their stories. Dun, dun. But yes, so you have people in your cohort who study villainology. Fuck, now I want to yeah. play supervillain law and order. God, that would kick ass. Your next um, you, can, you can pull up your cohort list. Yep. Um, there are three individuals um, who study uh, anthropology folks around villains. Um, <clears throat> one is named Chase. Um, uh, Chase Holborn. Uh, can I rank them by academic success rate? Okay. Uh, so in terms, uh, so there's Chase Holborn, um, Dan Glass, um, and Eliza uh, Ducarin. Um <clears throat> Uh, do you run just like basic background stuff on them? No, I imagine these are like 
like judgments that I've made personally. Oh, your personal judgment. Okay. Um, he's a shit. She's all right, and he's okay. Um, Chase is incredibly eager um, to please. Um, he's kind of a fanboy for not for well villains specifically. But, in fact, he actually, his biggest, uh, he, the, thing, the thing he talked about the most recently has been Epimethea, um, after the whole discovery of the tomb and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and he's constantly, he's kind of a teacher's pet, he's constantly hanging, like, hanging around Ambrosia, um, goes to her office hours every single time. Um, and, but also he has a, like, very deep knowledge of, probably, you're not sure if he knows the most, but he's the most eager of the three, uh, in regards to zoology. Okay. Um, Dan Glass is the one you would call more analytical. Um, he, you have a note that says possible superintelligence, mm-hmm. um, as he's constantly, uh, building things all the time. Um, he actually has a drone that he has, that he's programmed to follow him around. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so like a, it's essentially just like a smartphone, but it also flips beside him. Um, and Eliza Ducaren is you know almost nothing about her except that she is a very hard worker um, she uh, does Aikido um, she is a self-proclaimed black belt in Aikido you're not even sure if that's how Aikido works because I don't know but we'll say for sake of the adventure that that's how it works um, a and- message to Gene hey is that, does Aikido have black belts is that a thing uh, why would I know that? I'm not a practitioner of a keto. You have one specialty, Gene. <laughs> yeah, and that's punching people. Not knowing about punching people. Um, and she's also an EMT. Because at one point you saw a guy hit on her very aggressively, and she kicked his ass, and then and then attended to his wounds. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, she, gave a, she broke a guy's arm, and then... Set. And then set the arm. So, yes. So that's the. So she's a hard worker, um, and she's more vocal than Dan. Dan doesn't really talk to anyone. He just hands in his assignments. Uh-huh. And Chase is the most uh, animated out of all of them, um, and also he, uh, is, has actually had a conversation with you. Like he actually talks to you about. Like so, what is what is um, Cassandra's like specialization? Uh, ancient. Uh... She specifically is interested in ancient civilization, specifically the fall of civilization. Yeah. So yeah, Ta-da. you've had conversations with him about the CP about Epimedia. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why she also worked. At, she's working in the temple. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be a work of ancient, like. Yeah. He's he is trying constantly to get in on that that course. Is it a course? It, it, no, it's really part of like the oh. like the program she's in is like it's like oh hey ancient Greek temple right here yeah. in yeah that's that's like you are applying specifically for that field school and that field school only yeah so yeah he's very eager and because Ambrosia is always there you always see him walking around um, so yeah and you've had a conversation with him he's er- somewhat earnest and uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, those are the three people you know that are in Villanelle that might know something about Gilgamesh. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, what? I'm gonna say that there's a speaker on the table that has that Delphi mm-hmm. speaks through. Yeah, we have you on speakerphone. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So from the Delphi speaker, I can look into some some leads from my uh, 
some personal connections. I've got one too, but it's a bit of a stretch. I haven't talked to that guy since high school. What's his name? Um, James Fairmont. Nope, not his name. I was gonna say. Roll mine. <laughs> do I remember this guy? Yeah. You're not just allowed to make up a name. James Fairmont is his name. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you failed that one. Um. Well, yes, yes. So you think his name is James Fairmont? James Fairmont, I think. I don't know. No, no, you're sure it's James Fairmont. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I said, the guy was big into Gilgamesh back when I was in high school. Um, I don't know what really happened to him. Like we kind of graduated and just slowly drifted apart, and I really didn't talk to him much in high school, so. Never really kept in touch with him. Uh, what you do remember is that he was uh, white, short blonde hair, and a scraggly, and scraggly facial hair. Mm. That's all you remember. Shaggy? <laughs> yeah, like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Essentially, that's what he looks like. I don't know. Like, yeah, like you basically look like what you'd imagine a teenager would look like. <laughs> Especially one that joined into a pseudo cult. Your description is very helpful, Station. Well, it sounds like we all have needs to follow up on, so why don't we all split up, gang? What lead am I following up on? Shh. Just don't let them ask that we don't have leads and then we can do whatever we want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Nat, um, I don't mean to put up this in a bit of a bind, but if you don't mind, like, running back from that janitorial footage, seeing if anyone suspicious goes into the toilets, just, you know, maybe limit it to the last couple of hours. I will watch the toilets for hours. <laughs> take, make sure you take breaks, dude. Like, you know, he's not the boss of you. <laughs> oh, but I, I want to be helpful, and, um, I do not mind washing the toilets. He's into it. Okay. Do that Chuck Berry thing. Yeah. There's a reference. <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.